Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hi, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. Um, Thank you so much for for coming back and walking with me on this journey. My hope is that you've enjoyed the first three episodes and maybe even learned a little something or had a takeaway um, that you can apply to your own life. Um, I really do enjoy doing these um, episodes and I'm looking forward to um, the content for today. Today's episode is called Circumstances Happen, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And so the first thing I wanted to do is just give you a little bit of insight about coaching itself. Um, So there is a difference between coaching and therapy. Both therapy and coaching are incredibly important. The major difference between therapy and coaching is the focus. So therapy focuses on the past, um, hashing out what happened, how you feel about it, helping you heal through it, and to get to a place of health. The focus for coaching is completely forward-focused, forward movement. It acknowledges the things that happened in the past, but what got you to this moment in your life is not what's going to get you what you want, um, where you want to go, or who you want to be. And so the focus of coaching is really taking that step of where you are now and let's make the changes. Let's change the habits. Let's look at the mindset and figure out the goals that you need and how to achieve them to get the future that you want. In therapy, you'll look at the circumstances from a view of how do I heal from it and what happened and how do I move through what happened? From coaching, we acknowledge that it happened, but we don't necessarily explore what happened. We focus on the lesson learned and what it takes to move forward. So one thing that both coaching and therapy have in common is mindset because circumstances don't change. We can't change the past. We cannot change the circumstances around um, trauma. We can't change We can't change things that we've done or things that have been done to us. However, we can choose to look at things from a different perspective. We can choose to change our mindset and look at it from a place of healing and opportunity or hope versus victimization or um, things that keep us in perpetual fear or um, stuck. So what is mindset? I know that that's kind of a a term that's thrown around a lot right now. It's kind of a a fad term, but it's important to focus on for for very good reason. Because if you can control your mind, 
then you can control your feelings and you can control your actions, your behaviors. You can respond instead of react. And you can really take control over your mind, which allows you to take control over your life. There are two types of mindsets that when people talk about mindset, it's either fixed mindset or growth mindset. So the the fixed mindset assumes that the character, intelligence, and creative ability are static, meaning you can't really change it in any meaningful way. Um, striving for success or avoiding failure at all costs are really the only way of um, proving to be like, meaningful, of being smart or skilled. So if you haven't, if you have it, you you have it. If you don't, you don't. Um, you can work hard and try to get it, but again, you're striving and it's not really changing. You're just kind of adapting to the way it is. Um, there's limitations. So how you feel or think about something must be the truth because it it's the way it is. Um, a few examples of a fixed mindset would be um, either I'm good at something or I'm not. Um, I can't learn. I'm too old to learn this. Um, I know that some people can do it, but I'm just, I don't have that skill. Um, I take feedback as a personal attack. I always struggle with XYZ. Or I feel threatened or intimidated by other people's successes. Those are examples of a fixed mindset. And you can hear the limitations or the, the blocks in the thinking. The now, the alternative to that is a growth mindset. So growth mindset, meaning that it thrives, your brain thrives on challenges. Failure is not the end, but a jumping off point to keep going. A lot of people say that fail is an acronym, the first attempt in learning. And failure is a way of stretching, stretching our ideas and understanding. And in fact, even when you fail, you don't start over because you have new information that you can use. And so it's just another starting point for you. With a growth mindset, the effort is just as important as the results. So with a fixed, you have to continuously prove yourself over and over. But with a growth mindset, um, potential is unknown and the journey to uncover is where the real learning happens. A growth mindset is a possibility mindset. Some examples of a growth mindset would be, it's never too late to learn. It's okay if I fail, at least I learned something. I appreciate constructive criticism, or I can always improve and try again. A growth mindset or a possibility mindset is what we all should be striving for. And so when we look at mindset relative to our circumstances, we can't change the things that happen to us. Like I mentioned before, we really can't even change the outcome. We can't change the past at all, but we can change how we think and feel about the circumstance, about the trial or whatever the event is happening, um, did happen um, or is going to happen. So as humans, we have this amazing ability to control our thoughts. We can choose one thought over another, which in turn is what actually determines our feelings. So I'm not saying that you have to go from like hating something to loving it. Um, an example is I've never met anyone who loved getting a root canal. Um, but by choosing to understand that it helps you, you choose to think, okay, I need to do this. This is something, you know, I'm in pain. Um, yes, it's going to be terrible sitting in the chair for several hours. 
Um, it's going to be painful after. I mean, the process of getting a root canal itself is just terrible. Um, I apologize to all the dentists out there, but I do not like getting a root canal um, and have not found anyone who does. However, I can choose to think about, about the root canal this way, that I don't feel like doing this, but I know it will be helpful in the long run, so I'll do it anyway. I feel like this will help me, so I'm going to schedule the appointment and just go to it. Um, so just in these short thought changes, you go from dreading something to understand that it's for the best and then you can deal with it easier. So instead of dreading it, you can you have that feeling of, okay, let's get this over with so we can start the healing process. Um, it's still terrible, but you can choose to think of the benefits instead of the pain. You're also choosing to see that the little bit of pain after the root canal will be much better than the pain that you're feeling experiencing before you have the root canal while the, the tooth is um, dying. So right now I want to, I want to try an exercise with you. I want to give you a tool that you can actually use over and over that'll help you explore your, your thoughts and feelings about a circumstance and then actually allow you to, to choose a different, a different feeling about it. And so the first step is just to what is the, the event, the trial, or circumstance that you're experiencing? Now, when you're trying this for the first time, um, pick, pick something that is easy. Um, you don't want to jump into some of the big circumstances or um, big events or trials without actually practicing. Um, you know, changing our mindset is not a, a quick fix. Like it's something that takes a long time. And so you want to practice with small things. Um, for my example here, I'm going to choose a rainy day. And so we wake up in the morning and we have all high hopes for the day. And we have, we're going to do yard work. We're going to do some gardening. We're going to um, maybe get the garage cleaned out. You know, we have some big plans for the day. And we wake up and we realize that it is raining. And so the first thought I'm sure is like, well, darn, like I, there goes my entire day. Everything I wanted to do today is, is done. So what I want you to do is I want you to get a piece of paper and just take a couple of minutes and think about the circumstance. If you can't think of one, just use the same way, same thing that I'm doing, the rainy day. And I want you to write down everything that comes to your mind about this rainy day. So, you know, you're brainstorming, you're brain dumping, um, thought download. There's several different terms for this process. The idea is you get down everything possible that's in your head. Um, and you want the good things, the bad things, just every thought that comes to your head. Don't be judgmental about the thought. Write it down. And then give yourself a couple of minutes to really just get it all out. So the next step is to take a look at the list. Really look to see, uh, you know, and and look at what's positive and what's negative on the list. And it kind of gives you an idea of, okay, how do I feel about this event overall? How do I feel about this rainy day? Well, I've got five things that are positive and I've got 25 things that are negative. Well, I'm kind of bummed about the day, but that's okay. So with this list, I have two options. I can either focus on the things that are negative 
I can look at how it ruined my day, which is just going to throw my all my goals off. It's going to throw my mood off. It's going to just throw everything into chaos because I'm so distraught over this rainy day. These thoughts fit more into the fixed mindset category because it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. And, um, and it's true. Everything that you wanted to get done no longer can get done. And so then you decide, okay, well, I don't want to waste all of the day. I don't want to, this day is not a throwaway day. So what can I do? What can I think about in order to save it? So some of the, the good things, well, now I have an unexpected day that I can do indoor work. I can get caught up on things that I can, you know, clean out closets, or I can just have a, a slower day. The kind of the dreary weather, it just kind of slows the, the mood down. And maybe it's a good day just to take some time off and, and spend it doing something you love, working on a hobby, spending time with your family, reading a book, grabbing a cup, extra cup of coffee or tea, and just enjoying the, the slower, quiet morning and just be thankful in the moment. And so really at this moment, you're at a crossroads where you get to choose how you're going to feel about this rainy day. So you just pick something, pick a feeling that you want. Um, I would like to feel peaceful. Um, and so what I wanna do now is I decide, what do I need to think in order to feel peaceful about the rainy day? And so I just start listing things that help me achieve that feeling. So the extra time indoor for indoor activities, um, and now I can choose how to spend my day instead of being forced to do gardening or clean out the garage. Um, the darker weather, like I said before, it kind of has a slower pace to it. So you can um, just use the day in a, in a much more intentional way. Um, the other things is the ground needs water. If you enjoy gardening, you know the importance of watering and it's just bringing nutrients to the soil. And so these things, when I consider these, I feel more peace about the rain outside. So the rain itself didn't change. Now I can choose to be upset about it and have it ruin my day, or I can choose the peaceful side and say, okay, what are my options now? And really the difference here with the mindset is that you get to choose. Is it a mindset of possibility or do you dwell on the fact that the day is ruined? It's really the choice, the thought, it's up to you. And then that will set the tone for your entire day. So full disclosure, I use the idea of a rainy day when I work with clients um, around this exercise, um, but I love rainy days. I decided a long time ago that a rainy day was going to be a gift and I was gonna see it as a blessing and a reason to slow down. Um, I love gardening. I really enjoy working outside. And when I psych myself up to clean the garage, I really don't want anything to get in my way because that motivation doesn't last long. But that gift of a rainy day and seeing the good side about it and taking the time to slow down. And truthfully, the more I focus on the positives of it, the more when I see rain on the forecast, I get really excited. Um, I, it might be that I, the fact that I grew up in England it might be the fact that um, it just is a reason to slow down and be a little bit more lazy. 
um, I still get things done, but not at the same pace or, um, and they seem to be extra things instead of the things that I planned. Now, after four or five days of straight rain, of course I get tired of it as well, but even then I can choose to think that, okay, clearly we needed it. And so there are some areas of the world that desperately need rain. And so it just to see it as a blessing um, helps me reframe it in a way that's that just doesn't ruin my day, but it actually enhances it. When you're doing this, this thought exercise, um, you have to continuously put the, the feeling that you want in your mind so you can think the thoughts that'll get you to that feeling. So I know this exercise may seem a little um, ridiculous or far-fetched at first, but I guarantee that one of the most important aspects to controlling your thoughts is to be intentional about your thoughts and feelings. Choosing to respond to things around you instead of reacting is actually a way of controlling your anxiety, controlling the depression, controlling all of these internal conditions that you have inside of you. With practice, you can actually start to control some of the fears that you have as well. Um, So again, this exercise, the first thing you do is identify what the circumstance is and realize that it's It just is what it is. It's not a good or it's bad. What truly changes the way you feel about something is the way you think about it. So after you identify what the circumstance is or the event, then you go ahead and write down everything. Brainstorm. Give yourself a time limit if you um, really want to stretch your thoughts. And um, don't be judgmental with what you write down. The good, the bad. Um, write down whatever comes to mind and and really look at look at your list. Anything that you wrote down, does it represent how you want to feel about this? Are there thoughts that will get you to the feelings that you want to feel? Or do you need to come up with a new list based on a feeling that you want to have? If you want to be mad at something, then you can choose that. If you want to like something, you can choose that. If you want to be indifferent, you can even choose to just be meh about something if you really wanted to with the right thoughts. And so spend some time writing. You know, when you identify the feeling you want, what can you think that'll get you that feeling? And then when you figure out the feeling you want, you know the thoughts that you need to have, constantly remind yourself tell it to you, write it down, Um, use it as like an affirmation for the day if you need to, but remind yourself that this is how I feel about it and just keep thinking it until you feel it. And, um, And again, this is not magic. It takes time, but really taking our thoughts and our feelings captive is what will help us to gain the life that we want to live. It'll help us to achieve the goals that we want to achieve and to create the habits that we want to have in order to have the life that we desire. So this exercise is something that I do with my clients often. We go through and we discover anytime there's there's something that's going on, it's like, okay, what do we want to feel about it? When I think of this exercise, um, the idea of Romans 12, 2 comes to mind where it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. So this is an example of how to renew your mind. The idea of renewal is to replace something that's worn or 
um, run down, or in this case, it is a replacing a thought in your mind that's not serving you, that's not helping you achieve what you want to achieve, and it's keeping you in a place that you're stuck or vulnerable or you're just not happy with the way things are. You can pull out this tool anytime. You don't always need to have a piece of paper with you. Um, one example that I've used it before is at the end of the day when I've, I've worked all day, I've cleaned, I've cooked multiple meals because the kids are home all the time and I am just spent. And then it's right before bed and the kids say, hey mom, let's play a game. My first inclination is, oh, just go to bed, I'm tired. But then I know that's not really how I wanna feel about this. I have two preteens who, truthfully, I've realized that um, in the next seven years, they're going to be going off to college. And seven years goes by really fast. And so instead of thinking, oh, come on, just I want you to go to sleep, then I take a moment and say, just give me a minute. And I kind of, I, I don't grab paper at this time. I mean, you, you can at any time. A quick overview. Okay, how am I feeling about this? Like, I am exhausted. I'm tired. Um, I don't want to. But I know that the kids wanting to do things with me and wanting to do things together is a blessing. I know that it's a good thing. And so I want to be excited about it. And, well, let's face it, I'm not going to be excited about it, but I can be happy about it and I can enjoy it. And so I tell myself, okay. This is not often that they want to spend the last few moments with me at the end of the day. Um, a lot of times they want to um, listen to music or they want to read a book or truthfully, they want to play video games until the very last moment. And so at this time, I'm, I'm going to choose a different way of feeling. And so the thoughts that I tell myself are that I really do enjoy playing games with them. And now that they're older, we're not stuck playing hi-ho Cheerios nine times or Old Maid. We actually get to play games like Clue or different card games that are a little more exciting. So I focus on that instead of the fact that I'm tired. And when I do that, I'm able to enjoy the time with the kids. I'm able to um, change my mind. Yes, I'm still tired, but I feel like playing a game with them. And when I go in, I can actually look forward to it instead of dreading it or coming in with a sour attitude. And so that's, and that's it as a nutshell. It's a matter of just choosing how we want to feel about something and then thinking the thoughts to get us there. And this idea of a fixed and growth mindset is you just want the, the possibility of change. You want the possibility that we can grow and not to be, not to be stuck by failure or by not knowing something. Um, with starting this podcast, there are so many things that I have to learn. I'm still learning editing. I'm still learning um, how to work with the sound and how to sound natural while I'm doing this, even though I'm talking into a, a microphone and looking at audio files. If I focused on what I didn't know and told myself that I couldn't do it, then I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do this. I wouldn't have been able to step out of my comfort zone and just say, I'll learn as I go. And who knows what this will turn into, but I'm going to have fun during the process. And so that's all I want for you. I want you to just step out of your comfort zone a little bit and choose. When you come across a feeling that you're having that you don't want to have, just consider the possibility 
uh, that there's a different thought you can have, which will lead to a different feeling for yourself. And just keep practicing until you get it. And that right there is helping you achieve a growth mindset. So I hope that you found this um, this tool helpful for you. Um, if you have any questions about it, if there's any part that's not clear, or if I was just didn't explain it enough, reach out to me. I can I go through this um, daily with myself, and I do this with all of my clients, just because it's such a good exercise on um, controlling your mind and how. Um, in, in the therapy world, it's called CBT, the Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, but it's your, your thoughts um, control your actions, which cr- control the results. And so it's all centered around what you think and how you feel. And part of renewing your spirit and restoring your spirit and becoming the person you want to be is learning to control your mind and your thoughts. So again, thank you so much for being here with me. And um, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me at Tammy at TammyMarieCoaching.com or um, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at TammyMarieCoaching. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks. Bye.